This is a podcast about just opinions. Hey, yo, this is what it is. This is what I think. We all have kind of outlandish takes. Like, don't at me. If there's other freeform stuff that comes with it, we cover that too. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Well, it is Tuesday, November 5th. And it's been close to about a week, um, six days since Houston fans got their hearts crushed by the Nats. Now, me, I don't care. You know, I'm a Yankees fan. Don't at me as to why. Whatever. I just like the Yankees growing up as a kid. Whatever. I I was kind of indifferent. Obviously sad. I want the the city of Houston to thrive, to win, to succeed. I wish they won, but I'm not, like, beat up about it. You are an Astros fan. Yeah. You were uh, not on site, but, like, you watched right within the city, game six and game seven, which last two games they lost the opportunity to put it away yeah. at home. Weren't able. You know what? I will say this. Um, Houston is a great city, bro. Yeah. Like, we win or lose, we still have fun. Like, I like game six when we lost. Like I was out at um, I was actually well, I was at one plate. I was at home plate, which is well, it's not even called home plate anymore. But it's like literally a like not it's across the street from Minute Maid. Yeah, or whatever, right there at where home. Whatever plate is. that one's called. Yeah. Yeah, I was right there, standing there out there with a bunch of fucking people. It was all great. It was devastating and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, but at the same time, it was cool. After that, I walked down a few blocks um, to Bang Street, and that shit was... I went to Molly's, Molly's Pub. Shout out Molly's. It's a nice place to go. I don't know if you've ever been there before. Low-key, dive But, yeah, it's... Yeah, dive bar. It's an Irish pub. It's cool as fuck. You know, like, not very many people go in there, but, like, when people are in there, they're, like, people that, like, you know, like me and you, like, just cool-ass people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can, like... You could be friendly with anybody there and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not, like, weird. It's not, like, creepy shit. But, um, yeah, so, like, that night, had fun, man. Like, um, after the game, shit, met some people that, like, I've known before or whatever, you know, through, like, passing, like, from being there and type shit. Man, we just sat there. We sung some Southside Classics out on the corner, smoked some weed and shit, like, randomly, just, like, on the corner these, like, random people were coming up to that. We talked shit to this, like, little kid and his dad because uh, they had, like, a uh, Nat shit hey, on. but they got the last laugh, though. <laughs> yeah, fuck them They got the up. last laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, but it was all in good fun. Like, the, you know, that's, like, I guess the the point of it, man. Like, it, we had fun. And the game seven, actually, um, was actually even kind of funner. I actually watched the whole game there. Um, like, and it wasn't very many people in the bar. Or whatnot. Um, I mean, especially for a game seven that's like four blocks away from, you know what I'm saying, where it's being played or whatever. But it was a nice group of people. Um, it was a weird series. I mean, obviously, it was, like, man. the it, home team was 0 7. That's the big thing. For me, watching it, I was like, there's no way the Astros are going to lose because you're not going to have 0 7 for the home team right. in the World Series. And yet, you did. And yet, and people yes, are do. pissed about A.J. Hinch not playing Garrett Cole, which, okay, for one, he was on short rest, so I get, like, okay, I understand why you don't want to put a big onus on him because, hey, if he goes in there and he gets shellacked, the storyline... though. I wouldn't give a shit. Well, not that. No, no, not worried about his, his injury. I'm thinking, like, if you're on short rest, 
Or not thinking that he would get injured. If you're on a short rest, though, you might not be as effective. Right. So imagine if he goes in and he gets shellacked. People say, oh, well, two and a half days rest. Like, uh, you know that's what people are going to say. Now, there yeah. are some other decisions that he made. I think he pulled Granky way too soon in Game 7. I don't think – I think he in that Game 7 – That was the biggest no, problem. No, 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 no. In Game 7, actually, it wasn't Granky to me. It was he should – instead of um, Osuna – Playing the fucking uh, they, pitching he played the eighth, him too much too. Yeah, pitching the eighth, they should have put fucking Smith in. They should have put Joe Smith in to close the fucking eighth and the ninth. Maybe so, but even he got hit a little bit. But I don't think that was a problem. I think the guy that got the loss and now his name's escaping me is it is it Miller? He just looked terrified. He was the guy that gave up a uh, home run in Game Six. Now I'm forgetting his name. He gave the go ahead home run um, to Howie Kendrick. He threw five pitches, gave a... I, Fuck Howie Kendrick. Yo, he got tattoos like a white girl. Yo, look at his tattoos, nah. bro. Look at his tattoos, bro. He has like an anchor I will say shit. this, though. Like a I have mad, I have mad respect for the Nationals, though. Not only because of, oh, their journey, but they're a group of just like... So Zimmerman's been there for how long? Howie Kendrick, 36, played for the Angels, a couple other teams. Um... Soto, the young kid stepping on the scene. Rendon, hey, that's a Houston guy right there. I think I went, went to high school with Yeah, him. Lamar. Yeah. So, I mean, it was cool. I respect him for that. Strasburg, hey, the hype. I, I like whenever hype actually pans out. He came in with all this hype about, oh, he'll be an all-time pitcher, and he wins the World, World Series MVP. So I, I like seeing him get that. I like Strasburg. I don't think he should have got the MVP, though. We was hitting oh, off that nigga, man. I, man, there were every opportunity. We were smacking off of There him, was bro. every opportunity for the Astros to put it away in game six. And what was it, game uh, Was it game two that he pitched or game one? I think it was game, game one. He pitched game one and game two. Nah, it's impossible. You never started to do that. Nah, he didn't, do, he didn't pitch. You sure? Game. Trust me, that didn't happen. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I know for a fact he pitched game one. I think so. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. He he pitched pretty well, but I think that the fucking um, MVP should have went to uh, either Rendon or uh, Eaton did well too. Soto Soto did well, but Soto had like a little bit of a cold streak there for a while. Right. Um. Now I think it definitely should have went to Rendon. He was on fire, but like a little bit of time between like five and seven, he slowed down a little bit, and then at the end of seven, obviously. He picked well, I mean, everybody up. got their good days, bad days. Like, if the Astros would have won, yeah. I thought Bregman would have got it. He had his, like, off. You know what I'm saying? I don't know who would have won it, honestly. Maybe I think, I think, Bre- I think, no, nah, I think Bregman would have got it. But he had such a bad batting series, though, in the World Series. He had good saves. He saved a few. If he would, like, if they would have done something in game six, or game seven, I think I he would have been the one. That. I, I think, uh,. And, that, and I guess that's part of the problem. That's part of why they lost. Nobody can knock anybody in with runners in scored position. Right. How many people were left on base? There were like 10, I think, in game six or game seven. Yeah, alone. We, left, we left a lot of runs. And the reason why a lot, a lot of this of is just kind of like anecdotal. Again, I'm a Yankees fan, so I only like kind of passively watched. I right. watched bits and pieces here and there. Um, this isn't a sports podcast. This is just a Don't Us podcast. The reason we talked about this is I know you're hurting from it. But I know that it kind of created some opportunity for you. No, nah, like I said, I had, I had fun. Um, like, so game seven night, that was, um, that was the night before Halloween? Yeah, the okay. 30th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's there a were actually people story. out. Yeah, there were people out, like, you know what I'm saying, all dressed up and shit like that. But immediately after the game, like, uh, they, like, changed the channel. They turned into AMC. And, like, one of my favorite movies from childhood was on Halloween H2O. Oh, yeah. 
great fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? It's actually it's really so trash. Like it's so like ninety eight. Yeah, it's, it's so ninety eight. Yo, that scream era of shit, bro. That changed like movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg. And uh, who are you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Bros. So we're watching fucking uh, H2O and shit, and I'm like, oh yeah, fucking Michael Myers, like yeah, that's some shit that'll get me in the mood. And we were going into Halloween too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we were like in that witching hour, you know what yep. I'm saying? It's like 11 o'clock hour, or whatever. So I was like, oh, all right, well, you know, this night is actually best holiday. Um, so me and my boy Corey, we start playing a uh, pool, you know what I'm saying? These guys came up like as soon as we were about to start the game, like right after we get the quarters. Because right before that, this, like we had like no money because he had got like robbed the night before or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's a whole a, another story. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He got robbed like the night before or whatever. Uh, and then like me, I just didn't, I didn't have any like cash or whatever. I had like my card, but I didn't have like any cash. So I like didn't want to spend any like money. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, yeah. eh, I don't want to, you know, it's like, fuck it. We lost, you know, like what am I spending money for? But we wanted to play pool. We were outside like smoking a blunt or whatever and some guy that he had went to the game by himself he actually he said he went to the Yankee series he went to a game in the Bronx and um he had went to to this series or whatever and he didn't pay his fucking mortgage or something or his house note or some shit like that yeah he was like my, my wife's gonna be so mad at me you know like I'm sorry if I'm doing an accent or whatever but that's how he sounded he's like my wife's gonna be so mad at me he's like can I hit that and we were like we were like yeah, dude, it's cool or whatever. He's like, hey, man, it's all good, man. He was like, I'll give you guys something, you know what I'm saying? Like, but let me hit it. And I was like, all right. This nigga gave us like $12. <laughs> I was like, bet. He only hit it like twice. Like, we're in a rotation like twice, you know what I'm saying? We let him kill it. He gave me like $12. So I was like, bet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Me and Corey, like, Corey broke ass, but got knocked out of $500 the night before. He didn't get to work that day because of, um, he actually works at Minimate or whatever. He's one of the beer dudes. And um, so, like, he didn't get the worst, so he was out of there. We sat from the game. We got, like, this one. I was like, oh, shit, we can play some pool. So we go. We get our quarters. I buy him a beer and shit after $12. Buy myself a beer. We go. And then, like, people start following in because, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where people go after the games. They go to Main Street, nice little dive bars or whatever. This one big-ass dude comes in and, like, with his boy and shit. Like, I, I don't know if they were at the game or whatever, but they come in. And he's like, oh, you, you put six quarters down. He's like, you guys, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got next, you know, or like, you know, you guys want to play us, you know? And we're like, all right, bet. This dude was like a fucking pool shark or some shit. <laughs> of course. Because this nigga, like, if they're ran, carrying quarters, bro, of course. He, like, ran the fucking table. So he beat us twice because, like, he, he, one dude, like, another group of people came and, like, put the quarters down. He's like, hey, we got next, like, during the first game. But he had already called next, like they had put their quarters down. So, because we were playing off of our quarters type shit. So, anyway, long story short, the guy beats us. I go to the next day. I'm starting talking to like some like people that are just like at the bar and shit. Like, people are mad friendly. And like, um, I see like this girl's like mad cute. Like, cute, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like she was just cute. Like, kind of in our own world, like dancing to like the like punk music and shit that was like on. And I was like, 
yo, that's your jam, huh? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, that's how, like, that was the first thing I said to her. She was like, yeah. She's like, I didn't play it or whatever, but, like, we started talking, like, from, literally from, that's your jam? You know, like, I'm actually kind of talking shit, you know what I'm saying, in a way. But, like, you know, like, that opened up, it broke the ice, you know what I'm saying? And, like, it wasn't even like I was trying to shoot at her or anything like that, but I ended up getting, like, Insta, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, she liked my sweatshirt. This is the shirt that I have on, like, right now. She was like, and I was like, yo, I made this type shit. She was like, yo, I was like, yo, I'm about to, like, do more batch because I found my um, my thumb drive or whatever with, like, there all my go. designs and shit. So I was like, yo, I'm going to start, you know, like, doing a new batch of shit, especially now that, you know, we got the pod and shit, too. Uh, I feel like a lot of times, just like, you just have to go start a conversation. Whether your goal is, in your case, single guy, yeah. meet, you know, opposite sex, talk to her, It wasn't even trying, I was literally asking yeah. her, like, because she was, like, jamming the fuck out. Like, I, mean, I was like, that's your jam, you know? Because it was, like, some random ass, like, you just have pour to, yeah. some sugar on me. Hey, it was some dope. shit like that. That song's dope, though. Maybe <laughs> that's where my inner whiteness out. comes out, but that song is thrown. But, no, I mean, it's just a matter of, like, okay, I'm going to actually talk. But that was a win for the night. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, in, in, in a little bit of way. Well, I think part of that's the culture, too, though. Like, you said Houston, everybody's kind of going with the flow. We're all in it together. It's but a very I didn't, tight I didn't group. expect, you know what I'm saying, like, to get a potential, you know what I'm saying, like, courting of somewhat or even, even like, a friend, like, you know, like, in the future or whatever. Or even just, like, a nobody. But, like, you know, like... The way I approached her, like, I, it wasn't even an approach. It was just like a... Yeah, you're just making conversation. Like, I was just making well, conversation. And, I guess that's and the, like, not even trying to, though. I guess that's the difference, Like, too. if she was just like, yeah, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's cool. Well, I think there's a couple of things to that. I guess the difference is, like, you're going to succeed. I feel like people respond more to people, to others, when they're just their most genuine version. Right. And you're your most genuine version when you're not... Going in like with, with a, a game plan, yeah. You don't have like a rehearsed, you know, approach or like a punchline. No, like Again, middle school is like, I'm gonna go get her. I'm gonna say <laughs> this now. Nah, do I want to say, nah, I'm not gonna say get that. Her for you? Well, like you said, you didn't even go in with like that as the goal. Yeah, you're that just wasn't yourself at that all times. I was literally just asking her a question because she was like kind of tripping me out. Yeah, like, I, you know? and that like if you're if you're just like trying to make friends somewhere, right have that conversation if you're trying to pro, uh, approach the opposite sex First of all, just always be the most you genuine should, brand of yourself you possible. should always approach the opposite sex or the same sex whatever you like with the intention of a friendship or even an acquaintance you should always network yeah like always like no matter what it is because like you it's not it's not what you know it's who you know like and that's in all facets of whether it's work Fucking, you know, your hobbies, whatever the fuck, you know, it may be like, you know, your friends or whatever, you know, like it's always kind of like it goes back to like who, you know, like there's nepotism in everything. You know what I'm saying? And it like some's good, some's bad, but mostly it's good. It's like, yo, let me help this person. I know that they're a good person, even if I don't know them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That one interaction with them, it's like, oh, that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? So like, well, I think a lot of it is people go into interactions with a lot of you know first impressions or they go with these preconceived notions where it's like hey i already know what this person's about i haven't met them but hey it doesn't matter i know what they're all about right that's that's the bad approach the, the, the right approach is let me go in 
with an open version of myself, as open as you're willing to be. I'm mm-hmm. not saying be as open as like somebody like myself who like it's always cards up. Um, that's just like the best way to interact. And then you go in without any expectations. Right. That's the thing. I think. And then if you go in without any expectations, it all like whatever you get will always exceed that because your expectations are like zero. Yeah. You know what well, I'm saying? So whatever the outcome is. I think I feel like going in with expectations are always an issue. Like even not not even from um not even from like a relational standpoint. Even if it's just like, hey, I'm at this bar, I'm gonna go up to this person, I'm gonna say this. Even if it is just like like another guy that you just wanna have sports talk with, right? right. I don't go in expecting a response because if you don't get that response, you're gonna get pissed off. There's gonna be some kind of an issue, there's gonna be you know, I think that's how, like, sensitive people start these altercations. They go into a conversation with an expectation, or somebody mm-hmm. might approach them with a conversation, and there's an expectation. And then all of a sudden, it's like, holy shit, somebody in the car next to us is having sex. <laughs> oh, shit. Get that shit, dude. Ooh, what if it's like... Yeah, speaking of relationship, hey, man, sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Just pick them up, you know? So, but uh, no, and that kind of goes back to when we were at um, <clears throat> at a friend of ours' birthday at uh, at grand at, you know grand prize or whatnot. Like it was a simple conversation like that was like, oh shit, oh you went to this school? Oh okay, I knew this so and so person, and like yo, I met a fucking like friend friend. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like someone that like I'm like real cool with well, like know? expectations cause a lot of problems even like not even like oh see like that people. night I had no expectations right. and they were and all that's why it was, exceeded that's why it was a win <laughs> in the best way yeah that's yeah. why it was a win but like even when you go into like watching a movie or listening to music when you go in with expectations yeah. you set yourself up for failure like like with Kanye I have to level my expectations now and I'll say this like I like Jesus is King I liked yay I, I really, I, I would say if I had to rank, like, I like yeah, Jesus King was trash. There's only two good songs. If I was like, what is Kanye's worst album? I'd say probably Pablo. Even that, I thought was okay. But the thing is, you go in like, oh, Kanye's the best. I'm expecting something amazing. Now I feel like he's just putting stuff out for himself, which Bro, is fine. The but music's like, amazing. The content, yeah. Well, here's the problem. It's I don't like that. I don't the, care about rich people problems, bro. I, this one wasn't about that at all. No, no, I'm just, I'm just ripping. I'm sorry. But the the reason why, I, like, you know, he had all these great albums, and then my favorite was 808s and Heartbreak. That might be an unpopular opinion, but a lot of people find his magnum opus was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. That was a long double CD, whatever. Next one was Yeezus, which is like a drastic change, new sound, but it was also a much shorter album, and that spawned like. All these new albums that he's putting out are short. Every song feels like a snippet. It mm-hmm. doesn't feel like the full song. All the way going back to Pablo, none of his songs feel like a full-length song. Every single one feels like a snippet. That's my problem with the new stuff that he puts out. The last album is 27 minutes. We listen to that shit on the drive to where we're at right now. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I will say, I, I like the sound. I liked Sella. Uh, I like... On God, like there's a lot of songs in there that I like that I'll listen to, but there aren't like very many that I would just play on repeat. I'm not gonna listen to Jesus is King until I hate it, like I would any other album, you know, like mm-hmm. popular mm-hmm. music, you know, whatever I listen to. 
I think ultimately where I'm kind of upset, I'm like, come on, Kanye, just put out like a full album. I want a full album again. I want a story. That those are my favorite kind of albums. Like a real album. Like yeah. like how albums are supposed to be. Like how, how he got used to with put them like out. college dropout, delay registration. Like there was a, a story there, a yep. narrative. And I think that's what. Okay, first of all, the music game is so saturated right now. Like it, it's just there's mixtape artists that are putting out albums. They were putting out mixtapes and saying that they're albums. And like that's kind of where the disconnect. And like our, our attention span, our attention spans are shorter. So like. That's obviously that feeds into you know what I'm saying why we're getting these shorter albums and shit like that, you know like because everyone's album is like 35 minutes tops nowadays, like from like the few past albums I've listened to, I'm not gonna name them or anything like that, but they've been shorter shit and I've been like, yo, that's that's not an album, it's an EP, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah. Well, what the fuck is going on? The attention on? span thing plays a big part in nah, what music it does. is now. Because it's like a bunch of hooks that you play over and over. You can have it rolling in the club. People are dancing and shit. You know, looking back on like my favorite uh, Snoop, Tupac, Wu-Tang, all these songs would play the chorus like once. And it was like two minutes in. And I'm like, all right, I want to hear more of the chorus because that's what I'm used to with modern day music. But honestly, it makes the chorus that much more special. That makes me start a song over. When I hear the chorus, I'm like, I want to hear that shit again. I'll start it over. And that's how old music used to be, where it was just like, you wouldn't get all the choruses. Now it's a two and a half minute song with the chorus playing four times. You know what's funny? What I thought about, going back to Jesus is King, uh, the Closed on Sunday shit. Uh, remember when that nigga was like, feeling better than some head on a Sunday afternoon? <laughs> yeah, we made you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like now he's closed on Sundays, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know? <laughs> but no, you know, that is kind of signifying, like. That, I guess that signifies growth. Yeah. And I think a lot of what Kanye's albums are, that he's a, a Gemini. A lot of that shit is introspective. Like, let me tell my story. And that's what we liked, you know, we, we all listened because it was like, oh, this is cool, you know, this is kind of relatable, it's a college dude trying to find his way, and then, you know, it's dealing with like, you know, MAGA hats, and you know, I'm doing my own thing. Yo, you, and, you know what? And, you know, um, whatever his thing is, but but it's like we're following him along for his journey. It's not even, I don't even think it's doing his own thing. I think he does, like, Kanye's like the original troll, bro. Like... So you think all he's right. just coming up with all, like, making no, the shit like, as he goes? Uh, now that I think about it, literally his entire career, that, like, you know, he's, like, been the rapper Kanye, like, he's been doing this shit. Think about this shit. The pink polos and the fucking, you know, like, the, the wasp culture mm-hmm. type shit. He made that shit cool. Bro, before Kanye came out, I would wear, like, kind of, like, tighter polos or whatnot. Right. My shirt was young. It was some shit. But when Kanye did that shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, everybody started dressing like that. It's like, yo, what the fuck? Y'all started jacking off me. You know what I mean? Like, y'all used to talk down on me. You know what I'm saying? I give him credit, though. He's good. Fucking ice creams and shit like that. He's great at setting a trend. Because he, like, like we just talked about, listening to Jesus is King on the way over here. We just talked about, if you were to print out a transcript. Of his lyrics? You would laugh. Oh, yeah. You're like, man, this shit's silly. But the way he says it, his delivery, the beat that he puts it to, the way it fits into, like, the story that he does, and knowing his history and, like, his 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 discography as a whole, it's like, oh, shit, man, I see where he's at. He's evolved. 
he's evolved, you know? Uh, and that's the thing, like, music today, you really don't have that so much. Yeah. I mean, you you don't because, but everybody's, like, younger now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we we don't really have, like, outside of, like, Jay-Z or someone like that. And that was somebody when, you know what I'm saying, he was already, he was at where Kanye is now when we were in fucking, like, 15 years ago. You know what I'm saying? With a black album and shit like that. So, I mean, the growth in music, like, our, our artists that we really care about, like, they're either not growing or they're kind of, like, going backwards. You know what I mean? Like, I think, um, like, I've never really been a fan of J. Cole until he came out with K.O.D. You know what I mean? And K.O.D. is a very conscious album or whatever, but it's kind of more of my... Like, it, I, I relate to it more than, like, the, you know, the song about losing the virginity and shit like that. I thought that shit was lame. You know what I'm saying? But it, it works for somebody, though, it, it does. You know? Like, and I understood, I understood that shit when I heard KLD. I was like, okay, like, he's speaking to me now. Right. You know what I mean? Like, whether it's on the user side or the dealer side, he's speaking, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know. Well, I think that's, that's kind of indicative of the times we're in now where, like, so much... Because our generation, not even our generation, our society, even even older people, you know, even Gen X the now, boomers. we're everybody's a little bit more selfish. Everybody wants a little bit more uh, attention, and, and social media kind of stirs that up, which we'll talk about next episode. But it, it's it's all about me, 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 and I think that's kind of like. You, you see, like, niches develop because it's like, oh, this is so hyper-targeted that it's about me, you know? Now you have, like, a Netflix and, like, a Disney Plus and all these different things are kind of breaking off doing their own thing. I feel like we're very much in an era right now where, like, specializing in something is becoming kind of, like, the move. Mm-hmm. But it's ebbs and flows because next thing you know, what's going to happen? There's going to be Disney Plus, Netflix, da 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 da. All these things. We go. A fucking exactly. <laughs> Let me get it. You know what? I wish there was one place that had all the channels. <gasps> Cable. Nigga, like, yeah, yeah. TV, you know what nigga, I mean? Like, what? it's 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 all ebbs and flows. And just like with music, it's like people make something that is very super like niche and like this is all about my audience. And then they become like a little well, see, bit more mainstream, well, and it's I think more broad, and it reaches all audiences. And then you know, then it's I think the that's, ebb and flow. I, they go right back Kanye. to it. That's Kanye. That's Kanye, bro. Because look, when Kanye I think came it used out, to be though, no, it, it's ebbs and flows. Like Kanye is still that person for everybody though. Like because Kanye, I think he's just gotten so much like Kanye made credibility, but he's got popular so much to where it's the most you know it's hip hop where it is today. Yeah. I think it's just people trust, like, oh, if Kanye's doing it, that that's that's cool. He's a trustable nigga. Yeah, he's like, he's got our he's earned our trust. That's why he won the Fifty Cent Kanye yeah. battle back in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I'm glad you brought that up because I was talking about I was talking about Gene. It with somebody like two days G-Unit. ago. G Unit. What? We. <laughs> I used to listen to it all the time. Hell yeah, you was a fucking G Unit like yeah, stand nigga. I was. I Dear was. Fifth. <laughs> I never actually did write him a letter, but I always kind of <laughs> said I should. But the reason G-Unit... Dear Yayo. <laughs> here's some tips on how to improve... Nah. Um, <laughs> the reason G-Unit faded is because we went from a time where, like, gangster rap and beef rap and all that kind of stuff, that kind of became old. Like, in, like, 06, when he was like, oh... 
That's when Cause 50, it was going on for 10 years. Yeah. It was going on for 10, 15 now, years almost. had G-Unit, 50 Cent and G-Unit as a whole come out 10 years before, man. I feel like they'd be, they'd be more iconic. I don't think they would have been like... I think they would have been like some niggas like Onyx or some shit. I, no. Like you wouldn't have gave two mm, I don't think so. Because 50 came out so aggressive, he kind of demanded everybody's attention. But... And like his music, like is catchy. He's he's got a good he's a good vocalist for like chorus. You know, like nobody can deny, deny that he's an all timer when it comes to like singing a hook, rapping a hook. Fifty's mm-hmm. like right up there, and he had like a nice group. And the mixtapes really set it apart because you know they're they're rapping over other samples. Right. Like they weren't the first people to do that, right. but like they were at least one of the first people they in were, the limelight to do it. Yeah. Like, like uh, niggas with major deals. Mainstream, like, yeah. yeah. They were the first mainstream people to do that shit. Because, like, nobody else in the mainstream would do that. At right. least not that prevalently. Like, not that... I mean, they had a G-Unit radio right. every couple months. You know what I mean? They was on this internet shit, man, early. Hey, they were. This is 50. Yeah. This is 50.com. You know, honestly, he kind of, like, put World Star on, I feel Damn like. and Joe Budden. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because 50 was doing, like, this is 50.com was kind of like a World Star back in, like, Yeah, what? it was. 06, 06 07 yeah. And then it kind of like He would start Feeding World Star stuff into it And that kind of Gave birth to like World Star I'm not saying he started it But you know Nah what I mean? like Q, was, Q from Queens He was ahead of it He was Q ahead of the times Bro You just think Q probably was that video nigga That 50 put on 50 literally probably Birthed the World Star Like literally I will say this though Cause Q I want is more mixtapes I just want more they people They gotta come general. back well, like, like the GDM, streaming I think the streaming shit Is fucking us up Yeah yeah. Streaming shit Bro because we're not As passionate about the, Bro remember about The albums that you bought Yeah Like those were Instant classics to you yeah. Because you went And you bought them well, You used to stay In the fucking Target Or the Soundwaves Wherever yeah. you got your records And shit from And listen to them shits In the headphones Like at least like You know Like you Snipping it yourself But yeah. you listen Because you have to Buy that shit You have I to feel spend like- 12 13 14 15 16 dollars I wish I wish G-Unit would bring mixtapes back so people like, because they've tried putting some albums out like in the last couple of years and just falls flat. But I I would hope that that would like start people doing them again because like you said like streaming throws shit off, mixtapes are more off the cuff. They're just being I feel like that's where the creative juices flow because you're not looking to appease stakeholders and album they'll, sales. They'll be back. They'll be back once we once we get out the mobile stew. They'll be back. We need to. Uh, we need to just goof around and do some mixtapes. Nah, straight up. I've been telling people that like, I'm we've just written, gonna do an all freestyle. We've written before. Just gonna throw some well, your shit be freestyle. My shit be written out. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I engineer that shit though. I love I love mixtapes though, you. and like I like so much of the music the that I would listen to back. In, I don't know. Back in like 06 all the way to like 2010 was just mixtapes, random. That was shit. the mixtape era. But if you look now, the reason why I think vinyls are making a comeback because people like us that like stories, it's almost like buying a movie. It's like buying a DVD. It's buying like, I'm buying this book. You know, it's like a $20 thing that you can listen to for an hour. And and the vinyls that I buy are the ones that are stories. I have Good Kid, Mad City. I have um, a couple of different Kanye ones. 808s, of course. You know, ones that are more connected. Damn, you know, Kendrick. Damn, I got a lot of Kendrick. I got a lot of older shit. I got MF Doom. You know, like ones that I feel like they all had the same sound and feel to it. Mm-hmm. Whereas now, I mean, I mean, they all have the exact same sound now. I feel like, but it's like a different. It's not like 
same similar sound in the same spectrum. Nowadays, it's all the exact same sound, or it's just like I'm tired of these niggas fucking crying all day songs, you know, and using like Travis Scott type beats. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm tired of that shit, man. Like y'all gotta get creative. Like I would, I would rather hear boom bap and lyrics. Like nowadays, like spit from a new kid, from some kid that's fucking 16 or some shit. Show me some new shit. Stop whining over a fucking track. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Show me some like, I don't know that you can really like. Well, and that's yeah, the because, evolution though. Because, but that's the, the evolution. Is, that's kind some of what of those kids, started, right? Some of those kids, they're actually very lyrical. Yeah. But they just choose to like deliver it in an auto tune type shit. You well, know what I'm saying? That's, like, that's what people are demanding. So I think really it's like more of a. I understand it. We need. We just, just need the listeners just to old, be. I'm old head. We just need the listeners to be choosier. I think that's the thing. It kind of comes full circle. We're like, attention span is minimal. We're trying a bunch of new things. We're listening to a bunch of new shit. Like whatever. Let me just hear everything. We're not really like giving it like that critical listen. Where it's mm-hmm. like, this that, isn't my thing. It's because of the streaming shit, bro. Yeah. Like look, here's a perfect example Supply of how shit demand. how shit used to work. Twenty years ago, literally. 20 years ago, I borrowed a CD from you. Do you remember what CD that was? Which one? I borrowed a CD from you. Which one? This is Limp Bizkit's Significant Other. I borrowed it from you. Like, you let me keep it for, like, three days or some shit. I went and bought that shit by the time I had to, like, give it back to you. Yeah. I had my own copy because Limp I was like, Biscuit. yo, like, <laughs> this shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I fucks with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. But it was a different way to put I had on. to go to a store. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you have to give it to me to, so I can give it a critical listen. I had to listen to it enough times where I was like, yo, am I going to spend? I'm 10. You know what I'm saying? Am I going to spend the fucking $20 that I get like a month? You know what I'm saying? On this shit? Like, at least half of it? It was just a very different process. Yeah. But, like, it, you put me on to, like, and I still, like, that's a classic album to me. Same thing with uh, Chocolate Starfish, Hot Dog, you know what I'm saying? Eminem, Slim Shady LP. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that type of shit, we were putting each other on because we used to have fucking big ass, like, little uh, binders of CDs. Yeah. And, like, we would just trade off our CDs. And it's like, eh, okay, I'm not fucking with this. So it's not it's not like that shit's still in my phone. I don't know. You probably like more good about it. But if once I add some shit into my library, it don't leave. Well, I think so much of, like, the promotion, so much of, like... Quick went off, didn't he? (laughs) So much of the promotion, so much of, like, the entire campaigning now is so social media driven. It's like, here's the album, we're going to use social media to brand, sell it, yada, yada, yada. yada. But before, like, like, think of 50, when when The Massacre came out, it was just... Oh, the rollout? It's such a different way of promoting it because remember you he promoted made, it over like three months. Well, and he made the and you have to worry about like leaks and DVD all like PSP. I remember that he made that. Yeah, he made a video for every track on the massacre. Every single one. There was like eighteen tracks, mm-hmm. nineteen tracks on there. Great he made a video album. for everyone. That was a great album. I don't care what people say. The massacre was yo. Dope. That album was great. That I. Literally had it for free on bootleg, like the legit album or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it was just like you know ripped or whatever. Right. And then I went and bought it. Sometimes, yeah, you got to. Sometimes, like if it's a if it's an artist, and it wasn't even for like support or anything like that. I, I didn't understand that type of shit back then. It was like, 
nah, I need the real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like collection. Like, yeah, you're like collecting it. Exactly. Because then, and even now, some like even with vinyls, that's that's another reason why I do have love for Kanye too, though, because he puts the detail into everything. Like his vinyls, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy has like an insert, and I think it actually has technically four, to where it's like a a, a gold. Yeah, it's like a gold. It's paper, but it's like gold uh, bordered. Um, oh, like a like a. Like Picture a square, it's almost like an Instagram post. Yeah. You know, it's like a square photo, and you could slide that in. And on the on the red cover of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, there's a little square in the center, mm. and that's gonna show whatever whatever you want showing in front of the album is what it shows. So there's the one where it's the crown on his head with the sword in his head. There's also the one where the ballerina is dancing. Mm. They have all those different ones. So like, okay, I could just put this in and out, right. and like. For some people, that's a little too much detail. They don't pay attention to that. For somebody like me, I love that. Because it's like all the little things that go into like this entire project. You know, they put out this entire artistic it's diorama. It's like linear notes. It's a Remember diorama. Remember when linear notes start to die out? Like in the CDs? It was like mid-2000s yeah. and shit. Mm-hmm. Remember how great it was to get the CD and look through the book? You know yep. what I'm saying? Like that was great. That was Even in cassettes, it. like the, how they used to roll out type yeah. shit like you get the long like and then they at one point it was just like three folds you know what i'm saying yeah. it's like uh, it's nothing. just, just track list and uh, yeah. produced it well that's the other part of it so um within that album it also came with like the cd which it's actually in my old car it was the only cd i owned at the time oh back, you left it in there this was like two three years Bro, ago i bet you somebody like bought that shit i know and it, like because i remember damn, it was some like car that i had it had a cd in that yep. bitch still i was like oh man i bought the, the vinyl for 808s and heartbreak damn, that's the only cd that i had at that time this was two three years ago i just put it in because i'm like this is gonna be in there full time that's my somebody favorite bought album shit, was like oh shit my favorite album of all time 808s and heartbreak that and good kid mad city are like a one a and one b right that's in there, and somebody's listening to that shit. But the cool thing that came. Yeah, remember it, two weeks ago, you know what the fuck your favorite album of all time was? I knew what the album was. I don't know song. Okay. Album I know because it's a collection. It's right. a, like like kind of like right. we talked about putting out like putting people on songs. I feel like it's more like listen to this playlist. Future project. Well, now we'll talk na- about that. nowadays it is like it's more playlist driven. Yeah. See, because people like like how you like say compl- people are like, in moods. It's like an art. It's like everybody's a, their own curator now. Yeah. Everyone's their own music curator now. That's why things are like going from you know what I'm saying, like more playlists. That's why Spotify is a billion dollar company. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, but what's cool about Spotify is they're actually tailoring Spotify to be more podcasting. I do that? like that. Well, yeah, because they bought a couple podcasts. Yep. Um, Shout out Joe Budden. Shout out Spotify. We're on Spotify. But, yeah, I mean, music, I just, I wish it would go more back to, like, this is a full-on art project where, you know, the tour has all the production and the crazy shit. Like, I feel like Travis Scott and Kanye do that to the nines still, you know. I like that you could buy a vinyl and you pull out, like, it comes with a poster. Just like back in the 90s mm-hmm. where you pin a poster in your room you know, I got the man cave study, whatever right. you want to call it, where I'm posting all these album, you know, posters that came with the vinyls. Last poster MF I Doom. put up was a Ariana Grande poster. I don't was, blame you. But it was from a, a Reebok, like, ad type shit that she did. I stole from Foot Locker. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I yeah, that's that's I don't blame you on that. <laughs> movies too, because movies used to be, they'd come out and they would promote them months and months and months in advance. I mean, that's just an entirely no. Movies are super hole. trash nowadays. Did we already talk about this? We've talked about it several movies times. Movies are super just garbage. All nowadays. the talent is in shows now, which I don't like. I, I like my movies. I like I like having a good movie. Shows you make more money, bro. Yeah, talent, I get it. I'm not hating. I mean, if you're making a hundred thousand to whatever the fuck, some people making up upwards to a million dollars an episode, bro. Come on, like, where are you gonna go? But I think maybe it's a me thing where I'm more drawn to like these compilations. I don't see how people can spend two hundred fifty million dollars on a movie. That's like probably I, I'm don't fuck if you sell this, a billion. But that's like, but you're not selling a MCU, billion. MCU, MCU will do that, you know. Thanks, China. Avatar. You know? Yeah. I'm, well, that I mean, they were hitting those numbers before it even reached out there, though. Not billions, but you know what I mean. I mean, okay. See, that's a different like that's that's a different anomaly, bro. If you got a you got a whole universe, you got Marvel, Disney behind you, like spend you can spend they can spend that money. Yeah. But I mean, like, there's some shit, bro, that they spend two hundred to three hundred million dollars on. And it's so, fucking garbage. They don't make the money back. They lose. Here's what here's what I will say though. So like What is that money? Can you go? think of like some MCU movies you don't like? I'm sure you can think of plenty. MCU movies so that I don't them. like? So many movies um, in general. Alright, I'll give you a short of this MCU movies that I do like. Okay. Maybe this is more of a me question, because I'm I'm trying to make a grander point. But yeah, I like the Avengers. I liked uh Black Panther. I like the I, I like the Captain America, like all Captain Americas. Um, Those were underrated. The I liked Iron Man. Uh, all Iron Mans. Are I really like the first one. It's because because you don't cause you, don't, you don't like fucking uh what's his name DJ, well, Terrence Howard. That's why you don't fuck with. It. No, that's the only one I do like actually. <laughs> no, I uh, I just didn't like the villains. The other one. I guess the point I'm making is. If I'm watching some MCU movies, if I if I want to watch, like if I just want to watch one standalone, I'll watch one just standalone. But a lot of time I'm like I want to watch the full story, so I might watch several of the movies. Kind of the same with like if I listen, I have a tendency to listen to like albums at a time, or I'll listen to like an artist within one disc at a time. Um, and I think it comes back to curating. You said we're all just curators. What is it? I mean, think about also like BuzzFeed and, you know, different sites like that that are just like top X list, whatever. What is it about us as humans With that lists? like list, whether it's curated playlists on music, whether it's watching a TV show, binge watching it, whether it's, you know, listening to an album in its entirety. Nowadays, we could we can tailor shit to our liking. So that's just what it is. You know what I mean? But what is it about the organization of it being in a list that's appealing like we're in a because time we, we, in, a time in the where, meme era think we about all this, think though. we're like the same so we well, like we'll this. go to a BuzzFeed article and we're like point, oh, okay though. let me see if they're like if their shit like say it's like top 10 horror movies or some shit like that just to be like oh okay let's see how close their shit is to my shit yeah I think that's part of it but the funny thing is like we're in a time now where like and we don't want to has- agree we don't want to agree. So well, we just want to... The point, the reason why I bring that up is we're in a time now where, like, nobody has free time. None of us do. We're like, I don't have time for that. I think we I don't have, have too much free time. Probably more... Well, we say we don't have time, free time. We probably have way more than we say. But the point I'm making is 
in a time where we all have no free time, that's when we're consuming more of something in like a playlist in a, in a curated cluster of content versus like just listening to like. You know why we don't have free time? Because we're not free. We're fucking. We're, we're attached black to this mirror, shit. The black yeah, mirror. Yeah, we're attached to the black mirror shit, bro. Yo, black mirror. That's just like the, that phone means screen. a screen. Yeah, phone screen. Now like, we know, we know. I don't like, know if everybody else knows that, but that's what it is. But we're attached. That's why we don't have. That's why people say they don't have. That's why it seems like everyone's you so busy. yourself. Because we're imprisoned in our you know, own mind. The funny thing is, there is so much power. I I would say in the last two years, I've said yes to most yes no questions. Like I've I've agreed to do way more things. Mm-hmm. Than in the past. In the past, probably said no a lot, but like, you know, whatever. Yeah, you say no a lot. Just I used be a to, no right? Man. Now I'm a yes man. Not not like. Nah, you you are more of a yes man. Not like in the bad way. Not like, like yes oh man. yes sir. But like, like you're down you down, down to do for stuff. It. But you know what I've started doing more is I've started saying no again lately, uh-huh. and it's very liberating. Oh no, it I is. feel like you just need to understand. You need to define what you're willing Dude, to do, what you're man. not. Well, I'm not like preaching like hey. I'm trying to tell you what to do, but I think that, like, you can really l- create more free time, make yourself feel less stressed out, more liberated. If you can define, okay, what are things that I like to do? I'm going to say yes to that. What are some things that, like, is just a waste of time? I'm not going to do that. I think you have to really feel like you have to really... Weigh out your options. You have to, val- you have to place a value on your time. Yeah. How much... It- don't be afraid to say no to things you don't want to do. I, I, I say no to shit all the time now. It's like, hey, this is the thing that I nah, used to nah. just say no, yes to, because I feel like I had to. Now, I guess, let, here, let me, let, me, let me summarize it simply. I feel like you should say yes or no, answer that question with how you truly feel. Oh, I feel like oh, really? so often that people... I think everyone should live their truth. Yeah. Well, and so like many start people acting say like it. yes because they feel like, oh, I feel kind of obligated, obligated to say yes. Bruh, or like, I'm saying no because I don't want to do this. Like, I don't feel like I should. It's like, say yes to things that get you out of your comfort zone because you grow. We just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Say no to shit you don't want to do. If you don't want to do it, just say no. You're not going to hurt anybody's feelings. And if you do, And give the real what? reason of why you don't, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, look, man, I don't want to spend my weekend doing that. You know, I work all week. I try to get a good weekend. Do whatever I want. I don't want to spend my weekend doing that. I have way more respect for people telling me no. Uh-huh. RSVP no, then say, like, I ah, will see. Or, like, yes, and then you you didn't. Right. I would much rather know up front, like, nah, I'm going to RSVP no. I guess that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. So, I think a lot of, like, what music is today, a lot of what movies, it's, we're making what people want to see. Versus, like, I just want to tell my story. And that's why I like Kanye. Because he'll do what he wants to do. He'll say what right. he wants to say. That's his expression. All I want is more. That's what I'm saying. I just want more. But I just at the more. same time with Kanye, I also think he's pandering. I do. Mm. He panders. Like, his, okay, not with his music. With his, like, like his rollouts. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Jimmy Kimmel shit. Like, uh, you know right. what I mean? Like, he, the, I don't know, uh, I don't know if you saw this shit on Twitter, but like, uh, DJ, T, uh, I mean, DTJ, Donald Trump Jr., DJ TJ, DJ TJ fucking, um, <clears throat> like, was tweeted like, oh, Kanye's like the best or something. I don't know. It was like some like shit. Like, I could, I could pull it up right now to tell you verbatim. <laughs> 
But he's like, could you listen? Could you see that fool listening to We Major? No, nigga, no, <laughs> not at all. Like, nigga, you just like I feel like Kanye's pandering to that, and like they're eating that shit up. Part of it though, I can relate to, and I'm not like the biggest astrology person, but I do feel like as I've gotten older, I've I've put way more, um, I guess, stock in like the little things. Uh huh. So like, I mean, think about it this way: like, if you find a stray dog. That has been abused and it's pregnant. A lot of the time, that carries over to the spawn. Like the the puppies might be a little skittish, right? And you're kind of like, why is this dog naturally so skittish? Why does this and, nigga tweet so much? <laughs> I, I don't know. That's a different story. But I mean, think about it with like a lot of like dogs you get from breeders. I, I feel like some of them tend to be kind of skittish. Maybe like the the mom is in like well, these like, weird they grow conditions. Up in fucking yeah, cages and shit, right. Nigga. So like they have this skittish tendency. So. Well, I don't necessarily. I don't think like, oh, what's your sign? We're like we're meant to be. I do feel like in different societies, based on like how I, I see how my mood differs so much, season to season, month to month. Mm-hmm. Like I, I feel like I thrive now. Winter is my shit. I love the winter. Right. I'm happier in general in the winter. So I feel like if I was a woman pregnant happier in the winter by the time like i had the kid like the kid's gonna have a certain demeanor potentially right oh i'm i'm for shit show agree with that shit. so that's why it's not even necessarily like the stars and like oh i think because you know this constellation lines up this way what i think is like okay people have a tendency if they're pregnant in the summers having kids in the spring you know whatever reason like i feel like there's correlations there so i do feel like if you're born within the same month months we might have some similar traits. Our upbringing might differ. Right, right, you know, right. our your pregnant mom was different, obviously, very much from, from my pregnant mom. But there were some things that they were experiencing at the same time. So to a certain degree, I do feel like, okay, cool. Tendencies. I guess where I'm going with that is the Kanye thing, him being a Gemini and always kind of trying to find out, like, who am I? Like, having this, like, identity crisis, which I think is, like, just something that's symptomatic of, like, our society right now in general mm-hmm. but me also being a gemini i'm also very much what, who am i what am i doing you know so like when he's coming out here like jesus is king this is what i'm about now church because that's he believes <laughs> that i so i don't necessarily agree that he's pandering i think for him he thinks this is what he has to do right now but it might change mm-hmm. anybody that knows me you know me you know jamal and i are talking about this today i have a tendency of like i want to try new things all the time right and Look that's what Kanye. Kanye does with his albums. Yeah, with each of his albums, all the they're all different. And, Not one album think, sounds the same. Again, I even mean, between like even, I mean, for me, my magnum opus for him is either college dropout or late registration. Me more towards late registration, just because I feel like it has actually more music on it. I do like late. That is the most. That's the most slept on album. I don't. I don't think anybody. I think it's the best. I, I literally think it's. The I don't best. think it's the that's best. Peak Kanye. But I will say it's the most slept on. That's I will agree with Kanye. you. That's. I feel like people sleep on that album all the time. I think that's the one that really brought Kanye across the board. To where second, everyone loved him. So, second albums. I sophomore like, album? Sophomore album. So, usually, like, people, there's a term in the industry uh, called sophomore slump. Usually, yeah. people fall off on their second album. But if you don't have that sophomore slump, you usually it's have such a great. a pivotal time. You usually have a great career. Well, I think the first one is what puts you on the scene. Right, obviously. The second one is like, 
okay, now that you're, everybody's paying attention, what are you going to do? But I think it a depends lot of on the conform. type of artist, too. A lot of people conform, and I think that's why people get mad. I think, like, people felt that 50 conformed because well, Candy people, Shop, well, you well, know. Get Rich or Die Trying wasn't his debut album. Power well, and Dollar was. And, that's what, and so he literally, Get I Rich or Die Trying was yeah. his second album. It was the one that took so him to I the guess, top. I guess the, the differentiator there is, like, if we're talking literally, then it's a different story. For me, it feels like sophomore. Oh, mainstream, mainstream for shit show. Get Richard Die Trying was his, his right. Well, debut. even even I even look at like Travis Scott. His first album was Rodeo, right? Right. But Trash. to me, it was no. Nah, I, I I I love Rodeo. To me, days before days before should have been a fucking album. Yeah. But to me, that Days was, Before is way better. That than was the first. I I do agree with it. I don't know if it's it, it's better, but it's different. His shit is always different. But Ooh. I I still look at Days Before as like his first album, even though it was a mixtape. She's a pawn star girl. Oh, <laughs> from the valley. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Rodeo, rodeo yeah, had hits, man. Rodeo was good. But I mean, I I don't know for some reason. Okay, so. The reason why I think that Days Before was better than Rodeo was because I felt Days Before was kind of more experimental. Yeah. And, like, Rodeo, dark. it was it like, dark. it felt like he he thought that he found the sound. The he He thought that he found it the sound that everyone liked from uh, Days Before, but it really wasn't that shit. I can't wait Because till. Days Before, if you listen to Days Before and then you listen to Asheroyle, you're like, oh shit, these like actually connect kind of more. To me, like the music wise, like is like it's um, it's I, more, like, not inclusive. Is it, it's more broad. Like both of those, the mixtape, days before radio, okay, and I motherfucking see what you mean by that. it like the music. You know what I'm saying? It's more broad. Like the albums it, themselves. It's not all varied. super dark. It's not all like. Cause you got like. Astro Thunder is kind of like, man, I'm in my shit right now. What the hell am I doing? Then you got Sycamo. It's like, I'm drunk on a Friday night with my boys. I'm going to jump around. <laughs> then you like got the Can't Say. <laughs> can't Say. You just slump. No, hey, see, like, I don't know you why. Just I get crunked in this. I mean, I get crunked, but it's like that slump crunk where you're like, it's 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 kickback. I'm gonna go that shit right now. Well, when we pull out of here, we're listening to Rodeo. But the point I'm making is. <laughs> no! <laughs> the Days point, before. <laughs> It is a days before vibe. Don't you try me. Look, we came back. First episode, what did we talk about? I said music is all about moods. Yeah. I can't rank his albums. I really can't. I can't rank really, like, different artists I can. Okay, I count days before as an album. I do too. So I say days before, Asheril, then fucking Rodeo. Yeah, I I probably put it like that. But Rodeo, though, was really good. Just like I wouldn't say late registration is Kanye's best. Me, personally... But I feel like it's the most underappreciated. Rodeo to me is the most underappreciated. Dude, like no, late registration. Rodeo. Like no, I have, I have actually. Like I, I have, but like it didn't. Like I didn't give it that many listens. Well, that's and that's the thing too. If you had listened to it while it was out, yeah, I think it, I have a different opinion. Because from, when I look back, it's like, oh, this is like the fifteen, sixteen, like feel to it, you know. And that's why, for me, and probably somewhat for you, mm-hmm. days before was special because 2014 was like the year. Yeah. That was just like a, a good year. So much like it, it all comes back 25. to the first episode. 
Yeah. You, like, we really felt grown. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, that's when you really start feeling grown, you yeah. know? Yeah. I you, feel you, like we could probably have an entire podcast dedicated to, like, weird shit that people do when they're 25. Ex- specifically 25 years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that'll happen yeah. to... That'll have to come at another time. That's all I've got for today, man. I don't hey, know. Hey, man, me too, man. Hey, this was a good one, though. I... Did it know? Damn, 55 minutes? Fuck. Hey, it goes quick. It Bro, goes quickly. It, so Hey, we do the damn thing. Subscribe, follow, whatever you got to do with wherever you listen to podcasts. I say that because, look, Spotify, you technically follow a, a podcast. Apple Podcasts, subscribe. Please do that and then follow us on Twitter. Rate at, us. At podcast at me. Rate us. Yes. Five stars if you like what you hear. If you don't like what you hear, don't Tweet us, us first. If you don't like what you hear, tweet us first, all right? And then we'll tell you to fuck off. <laughs> Join the conversation. We want to hear y'all's nah, feedback. We, we want you guys to engage with us, like, for real. Like, because that's the whole point of this shit. We also have a Gmail account, so I'm going to introduce that, of course, as, you know, send us some questions, thoughts, any kind of takes, your opinions. It's podcast at me at gmail.com. Again, you know... Don't at me was already taken, so, you know, whatever. Podcast at me. Let us know what you think. Join the conversation, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Right, peace out. Hey, hold on real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Pause.